Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Motherhood, a beautiful nightmare, acknowledges the Ghana people as the traditional custodians of the land and water on which this podcast is recorded and produced. Welcome to Motherhood, A Beautiful Nightmare. The podcast for the mother who is flying by the seat of her butt sheets. Sorry? Butt sheets. You know the sheets that are on your bed, your butt sheets. What? Yeah. I've never heard. Is this Scottish? Yeah. Butt sheets. No, it's Lithuanian. Well, it could be. (laughs) Butt sheets. (laughs) Butt sheets. I didn't know. Not with that accent. Okay. Well, I'm doing my best to put on. No. Butt sheets. So can you explain that one, please? I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Sheets for your butt, your knickers. Sheets. Do they really say that? Your butt sheets. Does someone in your family say that? No, I found it on Google. Okay. You should ask your mum about that. So there's a joke that says, all fur coat and knee knickers, like a bit, when you're a bit, you know, look at you. You're all this, but not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Fur coat and knee knickers, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. I love it. That's so good. Butt sheets. They'll come up with. Butt sheets. And this podcast is hosted by the very Scottish (laughs) Chanel Franklin (laughs) and myself, Tamara Linky. Yeah. Today's topic is a fun one and it came from a recent incident uh, that Chanel had, I was going to say witnessed, but you weren't there, that <laughs> <laughs> she saw online and she got so riled up about it that she was like, we need to talk about this, we need to talk about it. Yep, yep. It plays on the toxic masculinity. Now, we're not going to go into no. that because it's a big, heavy big topic. topic. But we're going to pull some bits out of it and... Um, Get your thoughts too. We might not hear them, but if you want us to hear them, get in touch, motherhoodybeautifulnightmare.gmo.com or on Instagram or Facebook. We'd love to know what you think. But anyway, we're going to roll with it. So, y'all want to talk about mama. Hit it. That's what I'm talking about. Wait. Okay, now, from the beginning. Motherhood, a beautiful nightmare.
Okay, so before we jump on that ship uh, of our talk topic today, we're going to go on a little cheeky getaway, fancy little trip on a lover's getaway. Yes. Sounds good. Let's go. Wow, you can really shout out to a town. Where's this lover's getaway? Dundee in Scotland. Oh, yeah, of course it was. Do you know what? I didn't put two and two together. You wanted to say fuck then. Oh, yeah. That was like typical. (laughs) (laughs) But I didn't put two and two together that you did the butt sheets that we would be going to Scotland. I didn't think that far ahead. You thought we were going to Lithuania, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So Dundee, beautiful. It is a coastal city on the Firth of Tay Estuary in eastern Scotland. They wear their butt sheets. No, I don't think they do. Maybe they do. So Dundee is Scotland's fourth largest city. Get a load of this. It's a ridiculous number to say, but it's the 51st most popular built-up area in the United Kingdom. Right. That, I don't feel like that's something you brag about. We're 51st. Yeah. We're 51st, haven't you heard? Everyone's talking Smashing. about it. The 51st. <laughs> no one's talking about it. Sorry. But it is beautiful. And sure. they say, with plenty of wit and character, the locals are some of the friendliest in the UK. Now, I would believe oh, that. Yes. Scottish people are lovely. Unless they're telling you to get fucked. Get tiff in Glasgow. Aye. When I've been to Scotland, they have always been lovely. Yes, absolutely. It's my family in a nutshell. But really. I have, yes. Well, I haven't been to Dundee, though. I haven't either. I would like to. It's a bit further up. My family's from not Glasgow, but a place called Greenock um, and in and around that area. But anyway, this is lovely. Tell me. Hello to Dundee. So I picked a castle because Scotland's full of some beautiful castles. Oh, my my goodness. I have lots of sexy fantasies when I was walking through. (laughs) I reckon you're not the only one. So here is. Yeah, Glamis Castle and Bonnie Dundee tour, right? This was... This is what someone said. This was one of our favourite visits. Having seen the interiors could quite understand why it was a favourite of the late Queen Mother, right? A very good guided tour, despite finding the guide's voice very high pitch and (laughs) (laughs) ear-cracking. Annoying. Would have liked to have spent a little more time just looking at the rooms and can understand why this wasn't allowed. It's still a privately owned home. So imagine people... Going, I just want to know what your bedroom looks like. What does your toilet look like? Well, it like? could be confusing as a tourist when you go to those open yes. houses where part of the house is open because it is, a, you know, a monumental historical site. Mm. But people live there. I can't stand people in my house at the best of times. I know. Part of it being open. I'm like, have you walked something in on your feet? What have you done? Why are you looking at me sat here having my eggs on toast? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you doing And that? this is Lord... Greenock, uh, having his <laughs> eggs and bacon on toast. Yeah, He's with like, a side of mushrooms. Get the fuck. Everyone's standing there taking photos. <laughs> Actually, they wouldn't have those cameras. They'd have their iPhones. <laughs> They'd have a freaking phone. Far out tomorrow. Probably on silent so you can't hear it. Yeah. But going to what you were said before, someone put, this is a great treat to experience a guided tour of important rooms at Glamis Castle where Mary, Queen of Scots, slept. Yes. Wow. See the nasties in the bedroom. Oh. Right? And the Queen Mother gave birth to Princess Margaret. Brilliant. It's amazing. 
I find we, that amazing Yes, too. but half of us don't want to go back to the place we gave birth because it's quite traumatic sometimes. Like yeah. It's full on. But imagine everyone going in there and then picturing you having sex or giving birth or whatever, having their own sexual fantasies in those beds. Yeah, but they're all dead now, so it's okay. Yeah, but th- that, yeah, it is okay, but you're not alone in your little <laughs> fantasy world. I hope people come to my house after I'm dead and then picture me having sex in the room. Yeah, <laughs> I reckon tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. Please do. Oh, so there were so many beautiful things to do in Dundee and, and most of it was was kind of around the fact that it's so pretty. Mm. Um, but I had to pick this one. So there's one more place to do. It's really quite outstanding. It's Balneweth Alpacas, right? Mm, oh. A rare breeding farm that offers a unique opportunity to meet alpacas, llamas, miniature Mediterranean donkeys. What? <laughs> Spitting llamas. Miniature horses. Poitou donkeys. Poitou? I don't know. Yeah, okay, we're yeah, going with it. Yeah, and there's a heap more. So Alison, the owner of this, comments on everybody's review. Thank you, thank you. So if you're oh. an arsehole writing something, you're going to really upset Ali, oh, who no. seems like a lovely person. Well, she's just got little weird animals on her farm. Come and on. they love it. So this person obviously had the time of her fucking life. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Absolutely loved it. We went as a couple. There were three other small groups on our visit. So I reckon she's walking around with either a pad and a pen or making notes in her phone, right? Because <laughs> Alison is fantastic. You get to meet loads of animals and hear lots about them all, including how the animals came from the farm, their wee quirks, and about, so she's obviously Scottish, and about the history of the breed. So it's both fun and informative. Oh, it was love. great to be so close to all the animals. <laughs> and my husband particularly loved the little horse. And he wow. said it reminded him of little Sebastian. Have you ever seen Parks and Recreation? <laughs> She's going on. She's going down a trail. <laughs> well, it gets, it gets funnier. After a decent not too long and also not over too quickly, walk around all three donkeys, visit the peacocks and the chickens and then onto the ponies and the giant donkeys. And then we got to the giant alpacas. donkeys <laughs> with their equine dong. The husband's into a bit of that. <laughs> Went to the alpacas and llamas. Absolutely beautiful animals. A really unique experience getting to walk around with them. We walked to Hang on. So the animals are following her around. She's kind of collecting them as she's walking. I just imagine her with this like... <laughs> Noah's Ark of Animals. Oh, listen to this. We walked Tahini, might have been Tahiti, and Dollis, mum and daughter, and smiled all the way. So she's clocked the names of the animals. Wow. A wee talk at the end to have a look at the wool and get your souvenir photo completed the trip. Alison has a wee portaloo <laughs> if you need to use it. We travelled a little way, so we needed it. And the facilities to wash your hands at the end, well, easy to find on the sat-nav. So she is loving it, the animal names. She's going back. She's, in fact, taken them all home. She's she's, packed them in her suitcase. uh, She's fleeced Ali of all her animals. So then why is there giant donkeys and tiny donkeys? There's, they're all, si- all shapes and sizes. Everything but the regular size. <laughs> she could market it. <laughs> so she's stoked. So a big shout out to this beautiful place. But and look, there's loads of whiskey tours. There's, oh gosh. Oh, the whiskey. Go to How Dundee. Oh. Do so know, shout out to the Milfie mums in Scotland. Scotland. Do you know one thing I found being in Scotland? Everywhere we went to castles and you met, or people who worked in cafes, maybe because they were touristy areas, no one was actually Scottish. So I remember rocking up to one of these castles and there was this old lady in a kilt 
And I've gone, oh, she's going to be so old and and Scottish. Scottish. (laughs) And she goes, hello, how are you? Come on in. It's lovely. Just head towards the front door, would you? I'm like, "Mm." you let me down. I'm like, you let me down, lady. At least put it on, would you? So go to Dundee. I love it. I want to go there. We're going to do our show there one day, Chanel. One day. So just before you jump into your little story, just on our episode last week where you spoke about um, rooster penises. Oh, yes. I forgot to look that up, actually. You don't need to. So my sister-in-law, shout out to Laura in the UK, (laughs) listen, (laughs) and sent me some information because her partner, Rob, is a vet and he knows all about this stuff. Does he? So he wanted to let you know, Mm. Rob, yeah, uh, that... They they don't actually have a penis. It's more of a scissoring effect to... What? <laughs> if everyone knows Hang what, on. what scissoring is. Yeah. Right? Uh, it, they don't actually don't have a penis. So they bump uglies or scissor and that is how they mate. Hang so on. There but you what's go. the bit though? He must have a bit where there's some... A bit like, a bit, it's a bit like out. two vaginas. A rooster has a vag. <laughs> This is, this is news to me and to our listeners. Bad, but it's not a penis. It doesn't insert itself. They kind of well, it is, go together. It's clearly like a – so they suction together. I think so. It's wow. a scissoring – Rob, sorry. Sorry, Chanel. <laughs> sorry, Rob. I need more information. Can you draw a diagram and send it through? Let's do that. I need this. We're going to put it on our page. Yep. I want to see what the roosted badge dick does. It's not a dick. It's yeah, a I, Yeah, it's an inverted penis. Is it? Y- maybe. Is oh. it an inverted penis? We I'm going to cry because I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, uh. a, if we all know what a scissoring effect is, which we do, it's that. Thank you, Chanel. Welcome. Thank, Thank you, Laura. Yeah, thanks, Laura, for not clearing that up. Now I want to know more. <laughs> and I'm going to be Googling late tonight and not sleeping. Thanks very much. <sighs> Anyway, another thing I'm not sleeping about, Chanel, is <laughs> I think I've told you this before, but I had this thing around Christmas time where Kai and I had decided that we would do – are your eyes okay? <laughs> Chanel's <laughs> blinking. Like, They're really squinting. Why have you got dry eyes? I don't know. Do you normally have dry eyes? Um, no. I just do today. Hay fever. Could Maybe. be a bit of hay fever mm. is in the air. But I'm okay, don't you? Okay, good. Mm. It's not going to spoil the podcast because no. you can't see her blinking. Or can you hear it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yuck. Stop it. That Stop would be the sound it. of people blinking. Okay, enough. Anyway, so Kai and I had this thing where we wanted to pay for someone's shopping, supermarket shopping. That's nice. As a bi- is You did not. That sounded very facetious, Chanel. I, I, That's I, nice. <laughs> I had a <laughs> dickhead. <laughs> I had a funny moment of you walking up and offering to pay someone shopping and they're like, I'm like, I'm loaded, I'm just wearing my around the house trackies. So I don't need you to do that. Chanel, well, this is what happened to me. So <laughs> yesterday, in fact, so the whole idea was we do one good deed, like a big good deed. I mean, you can do lots of good deeds, but this was going to be like, well, I'm going to pay for that person's shopping, Merry Christmas, right? That's what we do. Beautiful. Right. So, so that should have been, been my response I've, earlier. <laughs> <laughs> so I was looking for a moment. Whenever I'm in the supermarket aisle, not aisle, whenever I'm in the supermarket checkout, check out, thank you, I'm looking at the person in front weighing up, is this the person <laughs> that I should pay for their shopping? Anyway, an opportunity arose yesterday. I'm lining up. The woman in front, um, she has her shopping in there. She goes to use her phone to pay. The mm. phone dies in Ooh. the moment that she's going to pay. Yes. Right. So she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, bugger. She's like, this sucks. 
oh, look, hang on, I'll just have to see if I'm going to just, I'll, I'll, I'll go to the side, you serve this lady and I'll try and work it out. And I, I, I'm in my head and you know when you're deciding, do it, do it, but don't do it. Should I do it? Should I do it? You're going to miss the moment. Just do it. And I go, do you want me to pay for your shopping? Because I've looked up on the little screen and saw how much it cost and I thought it said $17, right? Actually, it doesn't matter. It wouldn't have mattered how much it cost, but it I just noticed. Se- uh, 1700 <laughs> <laughs> And I went, I went, I'll pay for it. And it kind of backfired on me because she <gasps> almost looked at me and she was like, no, that's okay. She was kind of embarrassed. Like I understand you've imba- that. You've made it worse. Yeah. You've actually made me look like I feel humiliated oh, already. No. And you've just said you're going to pay for it. Fuck off. Like <laughs> just let me deal with it on my own. And I've gone, tomorrow, wrong person, wrong person, wrong person. Well, what are you doing? And I was like, backpedal, backpedal, backpedal. Um, but oh. kind of happy in that I looked at it again when I put my shopping through at the little screen and it still said $17, but I realised it was actually checkout 17 So that that wasn't the price of her shopping. So mm-hmm. hers was much, much more. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, you idiot on so many so levels. did you pay or did no, she No, I didn't. She didn't want me okay, to, and so I just left it. still looking for someone to. Still looking for someone. So get in front anyone, of me. Yeah, yeah, get in front of Tamara. <laughs> she will pay for it. Rack it up. Um, you know, she's being generous, so take her up on yeah, the offer. Yeah, that's true. Just be nice about it. Just be like... Oh, my God, thank you. Very hard to accept things like that, though, and I feel like we're very proud in this day and age. So Dan's cousin in the UK, his wife did this, but someone genuinely didn't have enough money. Yes. And it was a little old lady and it was near Christmas time. This was the moment I think you were wanting to help someone out. Yeah, that's right, exactly. And she did it and she paid for someone's shopping because they just didn't have enough and it was awkward and she just said, look, I'll pay for your shopping. She's lovely, Becky, and she did that and then he wrote a post about it on Facebook about how lovely his wife is. Anyway, the point was <laughs> they had the moment that you wanted, you got shut down. I got shut Reality. down. Reality. Reality. But I don't, I don't want to do it so I can tell everyone about no, it. It's, it's, it's actually it's to do it. It's paying it forward, let's say. Yes, you I want to pay yes. it forward and I think, so that they can do something nice for someone else. And I think I need to stop scouting for someone and I need to just wait for the opportunity to come up, which in in that case it kind of did. It just didn't work, Mm. which is fine. Yeah. But maybe I do need to wait for that person to be like, oh, shit, I don't have enough in my purse to buy the dog food for my little wee Bichon Freeze. Um, And then I'll... Name Tony. Name Tony. (laughs) And then I'll say, here, look, I'll grab that for you. You're like, no big deal. And then they go, can you fuck off? You've been at every checkout looking for someone (laughs) to... (laughs) To be philanthropic towards. I'm going to the Burnside, the very posh part of town supermarket where everyone's mm-hmm. like, what? They're, they're asking me, can I pay for your shopping? Because <laughs> yeah. you look like a fucking bag <laughs> and that you need a help, helping hand, clearly. Oh, <laughs> with bless their sh- your kind heart. I do. And my cotton socks. And your cotton so socks. I feel like a dickhead Not this organic. week. <laughs> Not organic. Not <laughs> organic. Feeling like a bit of a dick. That's right. That's I feel okay. like a dick most weeks. That's fine. <laughs> so that's, that's what I have to say about that, okay? This episode is What a Dick. Okay, so I woke up the other morning and Dan was on his phone. He usually checks sport every morning. And he said, what do you think of this? And he explained the Tiger Woods story. Now, some of you may know this, some may not. So Tiger Woods was caught in a prank scenario in which he was seen sliding a tampon into the hand of his golfing rival, Justin Thomas, during the first round of the PGA Tour, right? 
So what they've done is they're two... He had his period, right? Yeah, yeah, he did. And (laughs) you know what? That's hilarious. It's like you've got your period, Matt. I'm going to help you out. You've you've, uh, clearly look like you need this. You're in the middle of a golf course and need to change. (laughs) So he thought, in all seriousness, he thought he was being funny. You know what I mean? Like it's basically him trying to have this really disgusting... crappy joke, right? So the incident was picked up by an eagle-eyed camera person who zoomed into the mm. Tampax label exposed in Thomas's hand, a smug woods strolling beside him. So he walked past him, trying to it, totally cocksure of Saying himself. you're a pussy, you're a you need fucking, a tampon. Yeah, like here's a t- he just handed him a tampon and was almost like you're basically saying um, you're a girl. Wouldn't you love it if he'd turned around and gone, what do I need this tampon for, Tiger? What do I need it for? And made a big song and dance about it. That would have been good because now also he's looked at like he's a dickhead because he smirked. So it was like this, they're both (laughs) in joke. Yeah, being a girl or Tiger, I'm disappointed. Listen to this. Again, Tiger, (laughs) yes. Again, Tiger. So Thomas laughed before dropping the tampon on the ground because while you're being a boring sexist twit, you may as well trash the planet as well. He just dropped it, yep. laughed and walked And off. wasted it because we know how expensive tampons are. Yep. So, of course, it, there's been a lot of media backlash, a lot from women and men trashing him, saying it was supposed to be all fun and games. Obviously, it hasn't turned out that way. Oh, sorry. I hate this when people say, sorry, you took it that way. No, you made a shit thing. A yeah, shit not apologising. So yeah. Dan told me about this in the morning, knowing full well what my response would be. And I said, I'm disgusted. So a person that has this done really well is Pink. So Pink's husband, she's trained him well. So they don't use the word pussy because, you know, people go, you're a pussy, yeah. meaning you're, you're a wincy girl, whatever. She says you're a ball sack. Because basically what that means is one flick and they go down. They can't handle any type of pain whatsoever. They're on their knees. Whereas the vagina, what that goes through. Oh, childbirth. All that. Period. It's climbed a mountain tenfold and back. Don't worry what we're capable of doing. So you are an Indian. They should be saying, oh, he's as strong as a pussy. Yeah. (laughs) We should be flipping that thing around. So the funniest thing was there were some golfer women that came out defending Tiger, saying that it was just a joke. Oh, no. Get over it. And I'm thinking... Do they have vaginas? They are... Yeah. (laughs) Where it's a question. Sad, sad, isn't it? But what I kind of think is, you know what, I understand you're having a joke, but the connotations associated to that joke are far deeper than what... Not only are you just throwing it on the ground, there's there's a lot of period poverty in the world and you're just throwing that because you're yeah. rich and whatever, but also the fact that you are insinuating that he plays like a girl and being a girl is a bad thing. That's right. A bit like the Madonna start to that song, you know. Girls can wear jeans, cut their hair short, wear shirts and boots because it's okay to be a boy, but for a boy to look like a girl is degrading because you think being a girl is degrading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Start to that song and then she ends it with, but secretly... You'd love to know what it's like, wouldn't you? What it feels like for a girl. And yes. then she goes and sings a song. Yeah, yeah, it's true. yeah. Yeah, okay. Yes, go Madonna. Mads. Mm. But we're doing that at the moment. I think we're going through that transition. But some people like Tiger are not helping and aiding that cause. Yes. You know, supporting uh, that toxic, like you said, toxic masculinity that comes into it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think wouldn't it be good if we could go to our kids' sports days and if they're winning, your kid, you can be like, run like a pussy! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> and it 
mean a good thing, right? Yeah. That would be fun. Yes. Okay, maybe not. Why don't you just leave the word pussy to a cat? Yeah. It's not a nice word, is it? Well, no, it's okay. Run like a vagina! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that whole thing. Well, I think I saw something actually on um, online. Um, it was a video where they had they were asking young girls to run like a girl. It might have been a Nike campaign. I don't know. Maybe not. So don't quote me on it. But they asked a group of young girls, I think they were between the ages of, say, 6 and 13, and they said, what is, how, how is it like to run like a girl? Mm. And some girls ran like really girly, like with their hands out and that sort of thing. Uh, and other girls ran really fast. Yeah. They're like, yeah, yeah, running like a girl. Yep. You know, I'm a girl, I'm running. And the whole point was how we're still indoctrinating our kids mm-hmm. into believing that being a woman is weak, you know, whereas some kids are kind of clocking on to the fact that, well, no, I'm just running and being a girl, you can be strong and this is what I am. I think it's better than it's ever been at the moment. Still a yeah. long way to go. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So but there's a lot of forward-thinking parents, men included, that are giving yeah. their sons good lessons and their daughters good lessons. That's right. It's funny though, I do notice some kids... Like if you have kids come over to play or mm. little boys who will say to Wolfie, particularly if they have got brothers, so they don't have sisters and maybe a dad that's really quite blokey, they might say things to Wolfie if he's, I don't know, got nail polish on or doing mm. something that might be something his sister is doing. They'll be like, nah, why have you got that on? That's a girl colour, yeah. pink. Yeah, well, in, in my situation, Ollie will often... And I'm trying my best to stamp it out because he's quite yeah. a sensitive, sweet boy. Mm. He has said in the past quite a few times, that's a girl colour. I don't like that. Mm. And he said he doesn't like nail polish. That's fine. He doesn't have to wear nail polish because Summer no, loves yeah. it and she will often say, well, paint your nails and he'll go, no, and that's fine if you don't want it. But don't don't want it because it's something that females do. Yeah. So I was trying to explain to him because he, he says things like, no, because pink's a girl colour. I want a boy colour. I said, what's a boy colour? And he said, blue. Now, Dan's never said that. I've never said mm. that. My parents, Dan's parents, none of us have said that. And no one has taught him this. At school. He's not at school. He's four. And he was saying this before kindy, oh. so he must have heard it on the bloody telly or something. Because mm. none of us have taught him that. Yeah. It must be some stupid YouTube video. I don't know, something that clocked on. You know, where well, they're getting this from. It's, it's, it is unavoidable. Like if they're hanging out with other kids or whatever it is, yeah. you know, they hear it's it. It's funny where it yeah. creeps in. Well, I just tell my kids, you know, how can a colour be gender specific? Like I don't say that, but I say, <laughs> how can a colour be? <laughs> now sit down, let me tell you. Lesson <laughs> one lesson on gender studies. Uh, yeah, but there's no male and female. With, there's no boy or girl colour. Come mm. on. They're for everyone. How, how, it's exactly right. How I think liberating it's just is reminding. that? <laughs> They're like, wow, you're right. Well, I love the colour blue. Yeah. And I say that. Someone says, What's your favourite colour? And I said, Blue. She said, Why? I said, Because it's the colour of the ocean. I love the water. Yeah. And she loves that. Yeah. Even though you're not allowed to use a blue pen because that's a man's pen. No, Chanel. I must use pink pen. You must use pink Mm-mm. pens because my little dainty fingers can't get around the blue pen no. and it's too heavy. <laughs> Remember? It's just a little bit more dense for the man. And he's big. Fucking fingered. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, Tiger Woods, tisk tisk for shame. Yeah, you should know in this day and age that is a, that is a dick move. Yeah, massively. 
And one more that I found that was quite funny, it's a little bit older, but I, I thought, oh, you just, you know when some people pay you compliments and it is done in order to big themselves up at the same time? Yeah. Right. Chris Pratt was called cringe and vile after posting a poorly worded birthday tribute to his wife, oh Catherine. My, no, I'm sad because I really like Chris Pratt and I feel like I'm going to be disappointed. You are. No, because he's so sexy. I like want to jump him in uh, Jurassic Park. Well, you won't be doing it now. No, don't, oh. don't turn me off. I am. You will be turned off. <laughs> Don't purse your lips You're at me. You're a poo face. Go. <laughs> Guys, for real, look how she's looking at me. I mean, find you somebody that looks at you like that. You know, we met in church. She's given me an amazing life, a gorgeous, healthy daughter. She chews so loudly that sometimes I put in my earbuds to drown it out. But that's love. She helps me with everything. In return, periodically, I open a jar of pickles. That's the trade. Her heart is pure and it belongs to me, my greatest treasure, right next to me, my Ken Griffey Jr. upper deck rookie card. What? I don't know. Oh, my God. I think basically what that means is she's his greatest treasure right next to some sporting card that he loves. Oh, right, yeah, something to do with baseball or something. Yeah, yeah. Which if you know, you know is saying a lot. It's like Dan saying, I love you like I love Liverpool FC. That's a fucking lot. (laughs) I love you like my beer. Yeah, yeah. It's her birthday in about six weeks, so it's way too early, but anyway. So if I don't get anything, I'll tell her to look back on this post. Love you, honey. Okay. The beginning wasn't so bad until he got to the jar of pickles, was it? And the uh, comparing her to the sports cards oh, collection or whatever. It was just all wrong, like, you know. She, he praised his wife for giving him a healthy daughter, mm-hmm. a remark that didn't sit well with fans apparently, giving that his son's ex-wife, Anna Farris, has faced serious health issues since oh, he was yes. born. Yeah, right. So there's a... Yeah. Maybe he didn't mean it like no, that. I, I kind of feel like that's a bit... You know... All you could have just said is, I love you, you're a wonderful woman. That yeah, and at, all that you do for me and I do for you. <laughs> yeah. Blah, 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 blah. yeah, yeah, yeah. How yeah, about yeah. you even slide in, I don't deserve you? Wow. But it just goes to show how deep his love really is Mm. when you're compared to a baseball card. And what a dumbass he is too. (laughs) (laughs) Boom. Oh, Chris Pratt, disappointing. Yep. Anyway, can I still still find him sexy as the character in Jurassic Park? um, If you're having a fictional fantasy, he actually is a dinosaur hunter, then go for it. Yeah, that would be what it is. Not real life actor Chris Pratt who I meet on set at the buffet. Yeah, which and is that's where disappointing. I'm, yeah, yeah, that would be yeah. disappointing. No, you can have your real life fantasy and he can be exactly that. He's not a movie star at all. He hunts dinosaurs. Thank you. And it, yeah. Excellent. Okay. And I'll rename him and everything, okay? But it won't be so controversial. <laughs> yeah, he won't be, he won't be Chris. I'll call him Dean. <laughs> Dean the dinosaur hunter oh, who happens to look like Chris Pratt a lot. I can't sit still thinking about that. Oh, shut up. Sorry, I just slid <laughs> off my chair. Disgusting. That was Tiger and Chris. And look, we all know Donald Trump is the worst of all. Oh, he is the worst. The misogynist. um, He's a misogynist who's probably not the sharpest tool in the shed, who's run a country, but has he? (laughs) 
<laughs> Where's he run it to? Nobody knows. Uh, and he said dumb things like, hey, why, why don't we just uh, nuke a hurricane? We can drop a big bomb in the middle of the hurricane. Surely that would solve the issue. Yeah. He's talked about, you know, I mean, the fires in, you know, the big California fires that came through. Can we just like sweep up, sweep up the, the floor of the forest? We can come in and sweep it up and clean it up. It'll be fine. Yeah. Right as rain. Uh, dumb what? shit that he's said, right? Yeah. He even made one, one thing made me laugh. I don't know if anyone's heard this one, but he was referring to the Revolutionary Army in the 1700s and how they came in and you know they took over towns and airports in the 1700s. <laughs> Remember that time where there was Remember airports in 1798? Mm. Clever oh, man. You- you dumpling, you fucking dumpling. That's right. And we all know the things he's said about women too, right? Oh. So I went trolling through and I thought, look, we've heard a lot of them, but this was sort of a throwback to when he was a lot younger and he used to judge the, uh, is it Miss Universe? He was a judge, Contest. was he? Yeah, I think he oh. was a judge. This is why I love where we're at now. And we've, again, I said it was, we've still got a long way to go, but there would be no way that that would be allowed now. Oh, my Lord. And I'm so happy that we are in this current state where we oh. don't allow that kind of shit to oh happen. Oh, man. So this may have been the 80s, I'm guessing. I don't know for sure, but I'll play it for you, what he says. He's Sat talking. with a scorecard. Yeah. <laughs> He's being interviewed by um, a few reporters on what it's like to be a judge for Miss mm-hmm. Universe and his experience. So just have a listen and get ready to get a sick bag <laughs> for when you throw up in your mouth. <laughs> Miss Universe pageant is amazing because you have 97 countries and every... I mean, no matter what you're looking for... But what is your involvement? Yeah. Do you... If you like them a little bit dark, a little bit light... Oh, sure. I like them a little dark. I like them... Although there aren't too many short ones, unfortunately. But if you like them any... The most beautiful women of the world. Miss USA, the same thing. And it's, by the way, it's on tonight at 9 o'clock. You own this pageant. You go over. You look... You're meeting the girls. It's that one of them comes up to you and says, Mr. Trump... You're a very sexy man. You're a beautiful man. You have fantastic hair. Well, you're a powerful man. <laughs> right? Right? You're right. a powerful man. Right. I want to sleep with you. And what you could also say is the owner of the pageant, it's your obligation to do that. So so you have done that. Now, tell well, me I'll tell you the funniest is that I'll go backstage before a show. Yes. And everyone's getting dressed and ready and everything else. And, you know, no men are anywhere... And I'm allowed to go in because I'm the owner of the pageant and therefore I'm inspecting it. You know, I'm inspecting. Right, I right. want to make sure that you're like everything doctor, is good. You're, you're there. Yeah, the dress is everyone okay? You know, they're <laughs> yeah. standing there with no clothes. Is everybody okay? And you see these incredible looking women. And so I sort of get away with things like that. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, my God. I need to go backstage. I feel sick knowing that oh. information. He's so narcissistic, isn't he, oh. that he believes his own... Um, animal magnetism is real. Yeah. Like, and he likes his hair. He yeah. still wants to be said he's got good hair. And he's in denial, clearly. Whoever did his hair, never advertise that you do Trump's hair because no. no one will ever want you to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Trump's hair, don't care. It's terrible. Anyway, wow. I don't think we even need to break that down. No, because we can't. it's just, it's the. And we're all smart enough to rise above it, hey? Oh, cherry on the top. Mm. So Trump really has never lived anything down. And that was the 80s too, right, where it was okay. You can even hear a woman laughing in the background like, oh, hilarious. I love that you're so sleazy. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't you just want to shake her and go, lady, wake the fuck up. And we have woken the fuck up. Yeah. We have. This is why it's 
good to be a woman in this day and age where we don't accept any of that. The 80s were responsible for a lot of bad stuff, but we've learned. So when you know better, you You do do better. better. So one, I wanted to take it from the other side of things, Chanel, Mm -hmm. uh, where reporters, actually I was going to say they're all male, they're not all male all the time, have asked famous people, particularly women, uh, certain questions, well, they'll leave a lot to be desired, usually sexist or they're assuming women are very stupid and vapid and that we don't require much thinking on behalf of answering a question in an interview, right? Mm -hmm. So um, you've probably seen it a lot online. So this TMZ reporter asked at a Victoria's Secret show, Mm -hmm. he went backstage and was talking to the models and he asks them, um, he's asking all different ones, oh, what food are you most excited about eating after the show? And some of them are like pizza, you know, oh, I don't know, like, you know, like some salad, da-da-da. And one woman goes, one model said, that is a stupid question. You make me feel like an idiot. Ask smarter fucking questions. Yes. Because she goes, oh, who cares what I'm going to eat after the show? And he, she put him in his place Excellent. and he was like backpedal. Back. No, no, no. I'm just wondering because you all work so hard. And I'm just saying that because no, you must be hungry. No, no you're, you're fucking not. not. No, you're not. You know, yeah. You think you're funny. Get yeah. Hot. And so I love that she's just like, ask smarter questions. That's you're a, so good. You're a great A dick. Yeah. <laughs> and Ariana Grande on radio was asked, this is, this is good. If you could use makeup or your phone one last time, which one would you choose? <laughs> and she's like, is this what you think girls have trouble choosing between? So <laughs> was she Yeah, saying, she said. Good girl. She's like, what? Like, what is that question? Of all things you could ask someone. Do you know what? This is a really good thing, I think, that we're, we've learned from these two women. Call bullshit. Call it and you don't have to swear, you don't have to get angry, but you can absolutely refuse to answer something if you don't want to. You don't need a smart comeback. You just say that's not worthy of an answer. Yeah, you know like, what come I mean? on, moving on. You can actually stand up for yourself with that very, very simple way. Wherever you're at, a barbecue, in the office, amongst other friends or whatever, whatever, wherever you are, if someone said something that is offensive and you know that it's downgrading women or you in specific, you can actually just say that's not worthy of an answer. Like you can say it. 100%. We encourage that. Put that in your back pocket. Well, the 90s was the worst for that with Britney Spears, for example, um, being asked, are you a virgin? Uh, are your breasts real? Jessica Simpson copped a lot yeah, of shit too, yeah, and among it, many, many others. And being that they are famous people, people think that they're open for, you know, they're fodder. They can just be asked whatever. Do you know who copped a lot? Pamela Anderson, a lot. I've just yes. seen her Netflix yeah, documentary. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. Watch it. It's good. It gives you an insight into Pam. Her head was really screwed on. She knew who she was. Yep, she And did. she really knew how to take it and mm-hmm. she didn't let it bother her. She moved forward and I was really, really um, impressed with how she handled that back then because it would have been really hard. But on the flip side, there are a lot of men that support women as well. Mm. Of course there are. Our husbands are two of them. Yeah. Two of the And a bunch of other decent blokes out there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, But Ryan Gosling, he had someone ask him about uh, the fact that one of his movies with Michelle Williams in which he... Mm -hmm goes down on her, called Blue Valentine, so if you're interested, (laughs) was rated (laughs) NC-17 because of that fact, whereas a normal movie maybe that had blowjobs in it when the guy's getting a Mm. blowjob had a different rating. And so he was arguing it's really misogynistic, it's a double standard for women. But often it is, isn't it? When we talk about women's pleasure, it's always 
Oh, it's, people squirm about it. They can't do it. It's not just it's, women's pleasure and just sexualizing women in, in unless you're looking at us like objects. Yeah. If it's from our point of view, yeah. it's icky apparently or naughty or no, 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 no. Don't no. talk about no, that. No, 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 but we'll no. talk about dicks all day long. Yeah, but not vaginas or I know. boobies. I know, like that Justin Timberlake song, It's My Dick in a Box. If we put out a song, which maybe we should, It's My Vag in a Box. <laughs> And my veggies are box. Pretty much. Our veg is the box. We don't need yeah. two things. Exactly. <laughs> Look at how well it's, we've just already solved that. It's two in one. <laughs> it's a badge and a box. <laughs> anyway, so good on Ryan. Yeah. And there's a lot of other actors that do the, you know, that step up to the plate mm, for women. This is actually really good because I think what it's taught me, again, especially in this episode, is to call, um, to say something if I'm not comfortable. Yeah, right? lady. I love the fact that Ryan Gosling's gone ahead and said that and, and and all these other famous women that have stood up for themselves. And, yes. And what they've actually said is just your question's crap, so essentially. Shit. Yep. In the uh, words of Lady Gaga, I was born this way. And even if you're not born that way, actually I take it back because <laughs> if you were born that way and you want to change it, that's okay too. So you know what, Lady Gaga, I take back that song and that line of that song. Because we're just going to roll how we are. <laughs> Needless to say, I think to summarise, yes, toxic masculinity, it's it's out there. But I think, like you said, we need to call bullshit on all these things. Yeah. And the we, more we do it, the better we'll be. We're doing better at it. And I think our children are better for it because we're in the best position I think we've ever been in with this sort of stuff. We just need to keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Do it, ladies. Call bullshit on that shit. Call bullshit on that shit. Motherhood, A Beautiful Nightmare is produced by Soundball Productions and hosted by Chanel Franklin and Tamara Linky. We would love to hear from you, so please email us on motherhoodabeautifulnightmare at gmail.com or just for kicks, check out our website at motherhoodabeautifulnightmare.com. Also, if you enjoyed this episode of Motherhood, A Beautiful Nightmare and can find two minutes in between managing those little nutters, we'd be so grateful if you could rate, review and subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. Hey, word on the street is it helps people find us. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.